Fuck yo, fuck yo, fuck you bitches and fuck yo. Yo, yo. What did yo ever do to you? Yo, yo, fuck yo, fuck yo, fuck, fuck, yo, yo, fuck, 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 yo, 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 fuck it, fucking fuck, fucking yo. Wow. Now that I've gotten that out of my system, I'm going to start this out the way I want it to before I went through take 15. <laughs> very soothing. What's about Fucking time? saxophones. I love saxophones. Yeah. Uh, and this bill is great. Hood, of course, the mail. Shouts to the mail. Imagine, but see, niggas don't even know how to play the original, right? So, yeah, because uh, social media keeps telling us, according to the game, no, to- Nuno is keep telling us, nigga. The fucking official Uno page <laughs> is like, you niggas is wrong. Y'all been playing this shit for years, and basically, what they're doing is say, all them fucking rules you niggas have made up on your own for all these years, you were fucking wrong. And you know what? It's about fucking time. I mean, but did you honestly ever play by the rules? Yes, I like rules matter. Yeah, they do, but now in space is different. I don't fucking care about the rules in space. Why? What niggas know because there's no rules on the back of a card game that says spades, nigga. <laughs> I learned how to play spades <laughs> from niggas <laughs> and fucking my aunties and uncles and shit. I, I didn't learn how to play. It wasn't no. It didn't come with an instruction manual in the card deck. There are too many card games. There was no no instruction manual. I don't even know what niggas learned what the game in space was invented. I ain't never researched the shit. I have no idea. However, there is actual instructions on the Uno card game. It is. Just because niggas chose not to follow said instructions does not mean that those instructions don't exist. Niggas follow the instructions on other games. Niggas don't break the rules on Taboo. Niggas follow... Niggas... uh, The only rule niggas may have made up on Monopoly is playing for real money. But the reality is... 
we still follow the fucking rules. I'm just saying, niggas follow the rules when they select it. But it's cool. I see how niggas do. I get it. But no, fucking follow the rules. Now, like I said, Spades is a wild card. You can do what the fuck you want with Spades. I don't care if you change the rules and tunk. Nigga, I don't fucking care about none of that shit. Solitaire, there's like 15 different versions of Solitaire. I don't fucking care. But when it comes to games that actually come with an instruction manual on the fucking rules, follow said fucking rules. So I ask. Well, and that was the rant from... That's just one of many. <laughs> I just felt like she brought up Uno Flip. It led to other issues I have with you niggas. And yes, I mean you niggas. Because, you know, I'm racist. <laughs> Against niggas. Oh, no, no, no. Of I'm niggas, racist. Not uh, black people. Niggers. Actually, no, hard ER. Coons. She can't say that because she's half white. No, but, oh, goodness. Oh. I'm racist against you, too. Half of you, anyway. Uh, wait, what is my. I'm, I'm Irish, though. That, that that's even worse because there's some racist ass Irish people. Yeah, but, I mean, it's, it's racist white people no <laughs> matter how. Are you a ginger, too? Because you're my mom. ginger hair. No, my mom is a ginger. Why did you get heard that? I don't know. The fuck? I mean, Brass has it, so somewhere yes, in his family... That is true. We know he's a ginger. His kids don't have it. Yeah. It but one is shaped like T. Grizzly, so... Whoa. <laughs> no, that was my nephew's fault. Okay. Well. My old, The older nephew, well, the younger nephew was trying on his football pants and walked in the room, and the older brother said, nigga, why are you walking out here um, built like T. Grizzly? <laughs> 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 Brass couldn't unsee it, and he laughed about it for like 15 minutes, oh, and Lord. I've been laughing about it ever since. Uh, shout out to Brass. We miss you, bro. I see that nigga every day. I saw his nigga yesterday. Whatever. Where? Oh, he work in the same fucking building. Oh, he now you guys. Floor, he works two floors above me. Oh, you finally got transferred back I've down I've been in Detroit since March, man. Where have you been? Uh, I don't know. I mean, See, I mean we were talking for this a few is, months. No, but before that, that was kind of my point. But you I, was, did, I don't recall you saying with, that to me. What I was <laughs> messing with you is because you hadn't been around. And that was the yeah. point of me fucking with you. And somehow she took it wrong. Oh, God. And she took it as me attacking her when I was really just fucking joking. And all of a sudden, I became the bad guy. And I said, well, fuck it in. <laughs> and I left. Well, we, I honestly thought that we both were joking. So yeah, you went too far, and I got mad. <laughs> well, no, I was in a bad mood, so that's probably why I've calmed down since then. Shouts to my therapist. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the therapist. chat. <laughs> um, but aside from that, how are you doing, Ashley? Versus Ashley's first time on the podcast in a minute because she's been it's neglecting been us. She's been, uh, a no, super, no. she's been doing her superstar thing around the world. So, you know, <laughs> she don't know niggas no more. It's cool, though. I see how oh, it Lord, is. Here we go. I see how we be moving in the streets and shit. Ashley doing her model chick shit. She on other niggas' podcasts. Like, she ain't start out here and shit. Like, niggas ain't get her her starting this shit. Like, we ain't, def- we ain't like, lay the grassroots for this shit. And she like, well, fuck you, niggas. I'm a Beyonce this shit and leave y'all motherfuckers on this fuck. Now, I see how it is, though. I see how you move in the good. Half in the good. Are you finished or are you done? Don't do that shit. <laughs> um, I, I've been, I've been good. I'm, I'm in a much better mood now this week because, of course, my life has been the ghetto emotionally and stuff like that. Um, I haven't 
haven't really been affiliated with a project for about over a month. It's kind of just a She just said a month, downtime. but that was like a long ass time. It though. is. For for me, she somebody, a she's an addict is what she's saying. No. Somebody she, who she just described this as a drug fix. Somebody who literally had a, a project lined up back to back to back to back since last year. Um, yeah. A month does feel like forever and an eternity. But I honestly needed that time off so I could do some more, um, I guess like observations within myself and other things going on and um so and i did go out of town to orlando with my best friend at the end of august which we had a pretty good time um even though there's a lot of rude people down in florida especially with children i guess they don't teach children how to have manners especially at florida gone florida Florida is a crazy fucking place. You should know this by now. Yes, we know that. I mean, because it's people who live through hurricanes and act like it doesn't phase them when... I mean, literally, because that was right around the time when... Florida voted for George W. Bush. And didn't they vote for Trump, too? Of course they did. Yeah, okay. He spends most of his time in Florida playing fucking golf. Golf. But does he even know how to play? Playing golf. You remember that stupid ass dance that your friend made up? What friend? You know the one we your acting friend. I have plenty of acting friends. The one I know, nigga, and not Devon. The one you met through Devon. Oh, Kyle. Yes. Okay, why could you just say that? I don't know. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, this is my podcast. Uh, shout out to Kyle. No, um. Back when he was on his Riff Raff shit. Oh. Riff Raff came over with a song called Playing Golf or some shit. Okay. And so him and this kid, Jeremy, we worked with as, you know, they made him this stupid ass dance. Jeremy that's in your producing group, right? No. Oh, okay. This is this another is Jeremy. Jeremy. This is okay. another Jeremy. Jeremy, we work with as friends. This Jeremy and him made him this dumbass dance to it to the point where we all went to a, Jeremy invited us to a party one time. And this nigga Kyle brought the little we golf things. So they want to do this dance. So the, the song got played. They asked the guy, they, they, they got to play the song. And these niggas do this dance with the we golf thing. I'm like, I, I actually have this video on my phone. I would have to check I it will out. Watch, I will show you this video because I still have it after all these fucking years. <laughs> it's a ridiculous ass video. And somehow I got sucked into doing this shit too. <sighs> because I was there and niggas was drinking. <laughs> I see. But no. Um, well, welcome back. If you don't know, Ashley's like my arch nemesis. Yeah, we're. uh, I've been putting up with her shit for years, and I'm tired of it. I'm always tired of it. The feeling's always mutual on this side. Fucking tired of it. Yeah. Fucking tired of it. Mm, But yet, I'm here. Unfortunately, that's how this works. And you still owe me cinnamon roll cheese. I don't owe you. We won't go there. You do. You do. She always come up with this bullshit about or something. This nigga been politicking for cinnamon roll cheesecake for fucking three years. Nigga, I made one. You got most of it. You can get my fucking face. But I want another one. You don't know, nigga. And I ain't made one in fucking a year. And I'm not going to make one now. I even offered you to pay. I paid. I was going to pay you cash. The work is the problem. I don't care about the fucking ingredients. You make everything else. This shit don't take as long as that one. You know, that, that one cheesecake takes as much as making three of my other basic ones. Oh, really? That shit is a lot of fucking work. Oh. It's like making a fucking cinnamon roll and plus a cheesecake. And a cinnamon roll alone takes a long ass fucking time to do. Nigga, and it's messy as shit. Yeah. 
fucking fucking. So now I understand why you don't like to make it. It's like one of the better tasting cheesecakes I made, but it's it is the best. It's the best. It's not the best one in my opinion. I'm very picky about cheesecake. The lemon meringue was probably my favorite right now, but that one is really good. The the lemon cinnamon one is good. The turtle one I made one time was really good, and I didn't expect the good because I don't really know what tur- I never, never you heard never had turtle? Never heard turtle anything, so I didn't know what, oh. what it was and what my, my employees <laughs> asked for it. And How unfortunate. Like, it's really good. Yeah, apparently it is. Um, so, whatever the case may be, we can welcome Ashley back to the podcast. This shit won't last long. Um, <laughs> That's what you But say. with that being said, uh, we got quite a few things to touch on. Ashley's been too busy acting and doing other people's podcasts and cheating on us. It's cool, Oh, though. my God. But it's I mean, what she does. You, you welcome me back, and I can it's, do double it's, duty. It's, it's what she does. It's, no, it's but, cool. I mean, I can do this, it's and cool. I do I get Lux Talk. So. Everybody just kind of be, don't be promoting podcasts on here, nigga. I just said you the just name. You just said the name, nigga. No, that's enough. No. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean. You know yeah. the host. I don't know her. Per se, but you, you you're friends with her on Facebook. I don't know how I'm friends with a lot of niggas on Facebook. I don't know. I, I was trying to figure out how it happened. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. I feel like if I had known y'all was mutual friends, I would have deleted her. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> okay. Wait, no, nah, she know Ashley. I don't need to wear on her. That's, oh, that's too much connections and shit. Hateration. Six degrees of separation and shit. Hateration. But without the case, got a lot of shit to talk about. A few things. A few things I need to um, discuss. Um, first of all, I'm a fucking nerd, and I know I am. I don't really have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. So, now, I will say this. I have always been a, 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 a staunch, like, I will go through these periods where I discover a new game on my phone, and I get obsessed with it. And when I get obsessed with something new... Go away! Like I, I spend money on this shit. Like when they like ask you for you need new coins, I, I'm oh, so Lord. I'd be so mad at myself. Um, so at one point the obsession was Fruit Ninja. I never spent money on Fruit Ninja, but Fruit Ninja was definitely a session at one point. The one obsession I fought for a very long time was Candy Crush. I used to hate when niggas would send me invites on Facebook. I blocked a bunch of niggas because of it. I fucking hated Candy Crush. And then recently, like a year or so ago, I think it was because of Brad's actually. I got some. No, it wasn't even because of him. I don't know what it was, but somehow I got into the candy crush. I think I was bored, and I was somewhere where I was just bored sitting around, and I needed something to do. It could have been I was in a training class, bored. I don't really know. Actually, all I know is I got bored enough where I'm like, fuck it, I'm a dog candy crush, and I got obsessed with that shit. And yeah, way obsessed. Um, I think I'm at level like 800 or 900 or some ridiculous How number. How many levels are there? To I don't know crush? if they run out or not, but I think they just keep adding levels. But I'm, I'm, it's, it's pretty bad. So whatever the case may be. Um, and then before that was Angry Birds 2. I am really, really, really obsessed with Angry Birds 2 for a while, where I was playing that shit a lot, a lot. Now, my most recent obsession. And there's been like small short ones in between there. At one point I was like, I was really into archery games. There was a bowling game that I really, really liked that I get into every once in a while, whatever the case may be. But recently, so I was really into it. You remember when Pokemon Go Curse came out? Me and mm-hmm. Brass were playing it pretty heavy. Yeah. But I, after a while, 
I just got away from it. It just, it just, it died down for me. A lot of it had to do with the fact that it was limited. It was very limited that when they first came out, they didn't have as many Pokemon. It was like after a while, you get to a certain point, it was like eh, whatever. And it wasn't really much you can do other than catch Pokemon and battle gyms. They didn't have a lot of the features that people wanted in the pro, in the app yet. So I just kind of went away from my faded away from it after a while. And so for whatever reason, about six or seven months ago. I, for some reason, decided to re-download Pokemon Go. No why. No idea why. And I am absolutely obsessed with this shit now. Um, to the point where... <laughs> so, one of the greater features about the new versions, the newest since Pokemon Go has expanded, is um, they have a lot more Pokemon in there first. And a lot of it's like you have the legendary Pokemon. But the way you get the legendaries is you have to go through these raids. And the raids are basically... You'll be you'll be around and there'll be gems around and at different times throughout the day. There'll be an egg that'll pop up at a specific gym and those rate those eggs can be a level one to a level five. And when they open, it'll tell you it's gonna open in forty minutes or whatever the case may be. And those raids are basically there'll be various Pokemon that are on the gym. There'll be a boosted version of a Pokemon. So a Pokemon might have this much, but this Pokemon is boosted like fifteen or twenty times more pop more powerful than it should be. Mm-hmm. So the level five are always legendary Pokemon. But it usually tells you based on the level how many people you need in a group to beat that Pokemon because it's so fucking powerful. So what happens is you gotta find people that are ready to go raid with you on certain levels, especially if it's a a level five. So what happened was, you know, there's a bunch of like research tasks you have to do in the game and some of those things may say, you need to beat a level five raid. And you get stuck if you don't know do it. So then you to a point where you're like, well, fuck it. I gotta do this, I gotta do that. Like I, um, one of the things made me, I had to trade Pokemon with a friend, but I, in order to trade, you had to be right next to somebody. And at that point I hadn't really gotten heavy into the raids like that. I might've stumbled across a few because I went somewhere and some people were just already there. So I just got in on it. But I really didn't know people like that. So I forced Brass when we was at work to come downstairs and trade Pokemon with me so I could fucking finish this shit. Cause it was driving me fucking crazy oh, wow. not being able to do this shit. Um, and so recently, what I discovered is so after doing some research online because I was bored one day, um, I was like, let me, how do you find, like, how people find raids with a bunch of people? And so fun to come to find out they're like Discord servers, and Discord is an app there have a bunch of different servers people can communicate on. And basically, there are people out there that they get, they get updates on when the next raids are coming up, and then they all communicate, hey, I'm down to do this raid at this location. And there are different, uh, Discord service for different cities. So, like, there's one for Farmington, you know, the area I live in. There's different ones for Detroit, downtown. Mm-hmm. Different ones for different places. So, wherever you are, you can look up a different Discord server and jump in and say, yo, who's out raiding? Who want to go meet up? So, like, I found a couple in my area and I started jumping in on these bitches. Like, it's so like, literally, I get off of work some days if I don't feel like coming right home and I ain't got nothing else to do right away, I'll get, I'll open my Discord server up and like yo see what's out there see who's going where and they're like yo I can jump in on that one I'll go ahead there we meet up and it's like it's but it's a cool way to meet people which is the fun thing about it mm-hmm. is that but the craziest thing about it is you think you gonna meet mostly a bunch of younger people it's a bunch of old ass people playing Pokemon really I mean like grandmas and 
uh, parent, like parents with their kids, their kids playing, they playing. Like, there's a lot of people I did not expect to be obsessed with Pokemon. And where They're, is this at? It's everywhere. Okay. <laughs> it's literally everywhere. Like, wherever you are, there's probably like because the raids are everywhere. There's a gym, and when you on when you're in the app, you can see where the gyms are. So anywhere there's a gym, there could be a raid at any given time. Okay. So when you're riding around, you can, you'll see that like if you're on the app, you'll see the gym, and it'll have an egg sitting up there, and it'll say this egg hatches in this minute much time. Mm-hmm. And it'll tell you by the color of the egg, you you can tell what level is going to be. And in the Discord server, there's a scanner in there that basically somehow is on the same frequency as the one that sends out the communication about the eggs. And so it'll say T5 egg hatching at this time at this location or whatever. So they'll be like, yo, we about to head to the library. There's a T5 hatching at this time. All right, cool. There's other. There's also a T5 hatching at uh, Freedom Gateway, which is a place around the corner from here. Like, it'll tell you where the location is and people like yo I'm down for that one we gonna hit this one and we get that one blah 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 and so it just ends up being a cool way where people use me a bunch of people that you probably would never run into but it's just funny how many people you meet that are playing Pokemon you be like if I walk next to you walk, saw you anywhere else I would never know well, it was funny because we're all sitting outside the library and it's at one location playing and this lady walked up and she was about to go to the library we're like the library's closed because she thought it was going to be there so you figured the library was still open like no it's closed we're just a bunch of po- Pokemon lurkers as the guy said oh. but it's like people over to me there's a guy that owns um is a, a, a little bar and grill on, um, down down around the corner from here and he he has a, it's a gym right in front of his location so he knows people come over to play all the time he even plays like oh. he's a, like it's like the same you got people who are like older like older Caucasian people yeah black people all like all these different people like all in races all age groups it's like people you would never expect to be out here just playing Pokemon all the fucking time it was like what the hell this one lady she probably she she has to be at least in her late 50 early 60s out there running around organizing like yo we're gonna go here we gonna like and it's like so but it's cool cause it's probably you know every once in a while it's just cool to meet different people and you just never know what connects you to people it could be like doing, going to an event a networking event you just meet people you never thought you would meet or whatever the case may be so it's just really different but it was just funny cause I never expected that it would be something like damn all these, all these people playing Pokemon right like, what the like I didn't expect, like you know, you think you, you when you start doing, it, you think okay, you're just gonna see a bunch of kids, or you know, younger kid, younger people playing it. But no, it's like cats all over the place. And I'm like, how the hell? It's just like when I go to certain concerts and I see certain people, there, I'm like, nigga, you listen to this? Yeah. The hell? It's kind of the same thing. You just never know who's into of something. Of course, that's how it was when I went to go see Earth, Wind, and Fire down at uh, Shane last year. It was literally every type of race, like young people, old people. Just it was, it was quite an experience. And they put on a really, really good show too. But yeah, it was just cool. Like just seeing, and I'm eating pizza, so niggas, fuck you. <laughs> the extra, the extra most bestest pizza. Yeah, she she ratchet and she likes to bring I'm not hot and ready. She Look, like she like bringing hot and ready. We're on a budget this weekend, so she's always on a budget. No, not really. Cause she she's like in between sugar um sugar daddies. So first off, I have none of those. Cause if I had sugar daddies, I probably would be having I would be in a better car. Probably have my own spot. Um, All right, she's yeah. in between broke niggas. She's the date. <laughs> I'm not doing none of that either. 
first off, I'm happy to say I have a card that is paid off in full wait, by me, wait, myself. Why, why my sister posted oh, a picture me. the other day, and I was like, you dropped that puppy yet? You, I'm cure that, that that little puppy off? Go, we've been trying, um, um, my, my, we've been trying to give her right, um, ways to break up her punk-ass boyfriend. Oh. And so she posted my message, you, you dropped that, you cured that puppy yet? Oh. <laughs> I said, I'm just saying, like, you nigga, nigga gone. He needs to be gone. Cause it's fucking waste of space. No, I'm I'm still happily single. Okay, and that's yeah. the way it's she, going she to she be. She fucking somebody, but she just ain't community. The lies, <laughs> the lies. I've heard this story with Ashley before. It's uh, cool. The lies. Um. So yeah. Uh. But no, it was just a, it was something. I just, it was just I thought it was really cool because it was like I didn't. And it's something like I, I'm a nerd. I don't fucking care. But it was just something funny, and I never th- thought would be. But it's just cool because you get out there and you start. You just like I drove way around more places. Than I, I, I really didn't plan on seeing that much of Farmington Hills, but <laughs> whatever. Um, but it's just cool because you just never know who you're gonna run into, or who you're gonna meet that play that they're interested in things that you you thought were like limited to a certain set of people. Um, but no, that was just cool, and somebody just thought it was funny. So going into more serious topics. Um. So if you've done any crime in the last four years, you should probably hide because Takashi's probably gonna snitch on you. <laughs> I, um, I think yeah, the memes is pretty much what's so over. So and most people should know what's going on, but Takashi Six Nine, who was a rapper, who um, let's say he's a kid who decided, hey, I want to be a rapper. He really did it for clout, as they say nowadays, and he wanted to, he wanted to get on, and his he was doing music for a minute. The shit didn't pop off, and then apparently the way the story goes, he was doing a video for some song called Gummo, and he decided he re, he said when his boy, hey yo, you should get some bloods to come down and do the video with us, and you know, and be in the video, and. They they come he some I guess he had a connection to him or he knew somebody that did. He had the bloods to come to the video shoot. They did the video. They all in the video with red rags all over the place and shit. And was he wearing one? He had red rags in his hands. He um he had a, it was I think it was the song he had the green tracksuit on the video. That was his first song to hit off. So that video popped off real quick. Nobody expected it to be as big as it was, but it did. Mm-hmm. So at that point they're like, yo, we got some, and that's when him and Shadi, who was the guy who was one of the bloods or whatever. They 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 struck a relationship. They said, "Yo, this popped off. This got bigger than we probably thought it was going to be. We need to do something with this." And that's why the relationship started, and it kind of continued from there. Um, and I guess during this time, Takashi got involved with more stuff, or he started to learn more about the gang, and it, it came, became more of a business and different things, and all these different things happened. Um, and then when he started, he was popping off doing dumb shit. You know, he was doing a bunch of little shit of trolling niggas online mm-hmm. and trolling the wrong niggas. He was trolling what he trolled niggas. From Chicago and different places. He trolled Fat Joe and Game, didn't he? He beefed the. Well, no, he didn't try. I don't know if he trolled um, Fat Joe, but he definitely trolled Game. He interviewed. Fat Joe interviewed him and told him, like, yo, nigga, you're going to catch a case doing all this dumb shit. I do remember that. Um, and it's just like, yo, they're going to they come for you because you they watching you. And especially when you out here spouting all this shit you're spouting, you know way too much shit, I'm sure, according to being affiliated with these niggas. But now, and so it came down to the feds, came after him, and they got him. And basically, like everybody knew it was gonna happen because this nigga, this kid wasn't a gangster. Mm-mm. He was no no by no stretch of the imagination. He was no gangster. So he's not a street nigga. So when they came in and they said, "Yo, we gonna give you forty years," they gonna be like, "Oh well, shit, no, nah, that nigga did this. Mm-hmm. That nigga did that. That nigga did this." Now, 
The thing about that is that we, as everybody has been taught, since anybody that knows anything about the street life or anybody that knows anybody in the street life or just in the hood in general, it's always been this whole no snitching thing. Mm-hmm. It's been a, it's been a thing. Well, well, in some way, it's the no snitching thing is it's kind of been a a gift. It's been a curse to the hood for a long time because Mm -hmm. we got a lot of unsolved murders and shit in the hood because nobody won't tell nobody. Exactly. And part of the reason they don't tell nobody is because they don't they want out out of fear for retaliation. Hey, if I snitch, somebody's gonna come after my family. If I snitch, they're gonna come after me. If or or can just be a strictly a cold thing. No, we don't snitch in the hood. We don't tell on each other. And this Mm -hmm. is like. Like that's that's kind of the mentality that they spread over the years in the hood, and we we've all kind of just grew up under that shit. Um, the the validity or the sense that that makes. I'm not here to judge people. I understand why if you're a street person, if because the thing is if you're doing dirt, right, and you snitch on somebody else who's doing dirt too, I can see how that's like, yo, that's fucked up because nigga, yeah, you're doing the same shit. That's different, but this kid is not a street kid, so I don't know if I necessarily hold him to that same standard. Now, I get that some. Yes, that was a punch. That was a punch. I don't fucking care if you want to know it's a punch, but that was a punch. So very like I was brief punch. very brief punch. But like I was just saying, like I get how people are gonna be upset because at the end of the day, you know, the he he snitched and he was involved with some shit. Once he got close to that shit, he should he should understand what it is. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I guess there was things where apparently they threatened his they 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 kidnapped him supposedly. They fucked his baby moms or some shit like that. Like, it was oh, a bunch wow. of crazy shit that supposedly happened. I don't know if any of that shit is true or not. But at the end of the day, like, he was snitching on a, He was telling a bunch of bullshit. Like I said, the Cardi thing, uh, first of all, everybody knew she's a blood. She, like, any nigga that ever paid attention should know that. Um, oh, if, if that was, and I don't even know if that was true. We don't, like, I heard that wasn't true and he even say that. The, um, the Jim Jones thing, I'm not sure if that was ever confirmed or not. And it is what it is. Any niggas ever listened to a Jim Jones song should know that nigga was a boy a long time ago. So, right. like, if you didn't know that. in the music videos and. Like, yeah, it's, it's not an uncommon thing. Like I said, most of that shit equates to them telling me Lil Wayne's a blood. Nigga, I knew that. But or games of blood. Yeah, nigga, I know. Like, I, I know. I know. I know, nigga. Yeah, yeah. Big, big whoop. Or like Snoop's a crip. Ooh, yeah, I didn't know that. Um, but, you know, and of course, Black Twitter got a hold of it. And the memes came out where he's basically snitching on everybody. Um, one of the ones was like the shaggy one. Like, it's not, it wasn't him. It was him. <laughs> or did you see the one about uh, he knows where Judy went upstairs after that one? episode of Family Matters. I didn't see that one, but... Yeah, that one was hilarious. There was a bunch of them that were very far. Yeah. I mean, but the thing is, what can he do now? He's already snitched. I mean, he might as well just go all the way and commit snitching because once you snitch, Well, no, no he's going to witness protection. You don't see that nigga again. Yeah. You don't see him. He's going, he going, he going, he going, he going to witness protection. He has to. He's going to he's gonna get them tattoos removed. He's going to you know, get that hair um, back to where it is. Mm-hmm. Nigga said he's going to like Cisco from um, The Flash. Whoa. <laughs> it was a meme. It was like, this is uh, Takashi living his life off in um, Colorado somewhere or some shit. Yeah, he's going to be like what um, the guy Henry did in uh, Goodfellas, the movie. Yeah, because he's never going to be able to make music again. He's not in the name of Takashi. Maybe he come up with some shit and he just become a different person. You just don't know who he is. He can become he's a never, Christian artist. He's never going to be. Do gospel yeah, rap. He's not going to show his face, though, because they even they want him dead. I saw an episode of, um, what was it, uh, 
NCIS New Orleans, and the, literally the opening scene was there at court, and this guy's about um, this this um, this kingpin is on trial, and they're like, oh, we did all this work to get him, and then all of a sudden the guy get a call because the guy who's the the key witness snuck out of his protection to go get a drink, and he's like, I just needed to get away for a minute, man, I'm and I'm on my way back. I'm gonna this is gonna I'm, I'm in a great space, and it's gonna be great. And as soon as he get back in his truck, boom, bitch blew up. All that work for nothing because you had to go get a fucking drink. Mm-mm-mm. Nigga, you could have asked me to bring you a fucking drink. Exactly. But that just rea- that's just the reality of it is that, nigga, you can't get a space. There is no opportunity for you to get away from this shit. Mm-mm. You're done if they find you, nigga. You got a price on your head. Right. That shit don't die down. You put niggas to, you get, niggas getting years off of you. Shoddy, the one nigga got 15 years because of you, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, niggas is getting time off but that shit. They threatened his family, too, right? Yeah, he threatened his family. Like, there's a bunch of shit that happened, but my thing is, again, like, the thing that people have a problem with is the people making fun of snitching and stuff like that. My issue is, like, you can't hold everybody to that standard of what you believe is right. Yeah, niggas is getting years. Because, like, on one hand, yeah, niggas is getting years behind this. I said, yeah, but criminals getting years behind this. Mm-hmm. If you're an actual criminal, I have no fucking sympathy for you. Exactly. As yeah. much as I, I can understand this whole code y'all got about no snitching, no Again, you want me to feel sorry and feel like and understand because I'm from the hood that always oh, wrong because the niggas are snitching. He's snitching on criminals. Right. They still did the shit. I don't fucking care. They all can go to jail. Make my life safer. That's like back in the day when Boosie was in jail. Free Boosie. No, keep that murdering nigga in the jail. Well, he's out now. I don't care. I'm talking when it was a really yeah. big thing. No, send that murdering nigga back to jail. When Gucci was locked up, he kept going back. That nigga clearly want to stay there. Mm. He's like, that's his home. Keep him there until he ready Who to come out. Who else had an issue going in and out of jail? Uh, Gucci was the most prominent one. Gucci was in and out of jail for years before he finally got himself right the last time. Right. Um, And then, because uh, he was like, that was the longest time for the first thing. He was like three or four years that time. But he was like locked up for years off and on. Or even with the C murder incident. C murder. His nigga name was Corey Murder. <laughs> his fucking name was Corey Murder. Miller. Well, Miller, but his C murder is murder, Corey yeah. Murder. But. Also, they had a video of this nigga literally walking out of a, ch- uh, a, uh, a fucking dice game and walking back in and shooting niggas in the room. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I had you on camera. No, your ass need to stay in fucking jail. Exactly. I don't want actual murders on the street. I don't or fucking care. Or- like, y'all niggas talking about free this person, free my cousin. No, nigga. Like, your like, cousin but, ran over two children like, and killed no, them. Free no, free my cousin. No, a nigga killed two people and ran over another nigga. Nigga, fuck that nigga. He need to stay the fuck locked up. And then, of course, it's always on the news. He was a sweet boy. He never bothered no. nobody. Yeah, like, except for them two niggas he killed. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and no, nine times never, out of ten, it was over something stupid like a pair of shoes or the never, last chicken wing. He never you know? met, but, that's, but that's also the same bullshit. That shit, because black moms never want to admit their kid fucked up. Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing white people do with their serial killers. Oh, he was such a sweet guy. Oh, he was mentally unstable. He never bothered anyone. He just kept to himself. He's, he has a mental condition. He just really was a, a great kid. He was, he was so creative, and I said, yeah, he was really he's creative. He's emotionally broken. He was really creative how he built those bombs in his right. room. 
that so he, creative that he locked so and you couldn't get access and so man do you understand when I was a kid I bought a so my doorknob broke mm-hmm. no no what happened was my sister and them kept going to my fucking room when I wasn't there and that shit was annoying as fuck so I bought a new fucking doorknob that had a lock on it and a key and I put that bitch on do you understand my dad that my dad took my fucking door off the hinge and said nigga you will not have a fucking locked door in my house uh yeah hello he said no nigga I'm like what the fuck dog yeah. Nigga told me I would not. Ain't no fucking way. I'm a nigga. My dad would take that bitch. Off, took that bitch off the hinge and made me put it back. <laughs> well, we kind of bullshit. We, we didn't have no fucking lock doors, period, door anyway. Yeah, with the doorknobs we had, we, we didn't never. Have that. We know. It, mm-hmm. We did. We didn't know, nigga. My parents knew everything was going on in their fucking house. And if you're a parent and you don't know what your child is doing in your fucking house, exactly. that's your fucking fault. Cause you either you know some shit or you just don't want it, and you don't. Or you want out it. and about thought. You have and, a and you have it. a thought, and you know some shit, or you're just a terrible parent. It's one extreme or the other. Either you know something wrong with your kid, and you just don't want to admit it to yourself, because admitting it may mean that hey, as a parent I wasn't paying attention enough, mm-hmm. or I wasn't there for my child, or you just don't fucking care, and you're a terrible parent. It's one or the other. Yeah, <laughs> I know a couple terrible parents. But it's like no, nigga, no. But. No, it's 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 this whole thing like he's you know he's a and I I my thing is I want him to be okay. Mm-hmm. I want Takashi to live his life after this, but um he's going to live a different life, and he's going he's going to have to he's going to be a different person. I hope he learns from this. I hope he learns that clout chasing and trying to get you know getting caught and getting famous off of the backs of people who really in the streets losing their lives is not cool. Yeah, because I think the whole point of problem I had with Takashi from the beginning is I felt like he was making a mockery of niggas who's really in the street fighting, mm-hmm. battling, warring with each other. That shit you don't do because that shit's real. That shit is not cool. Like, yeah. And I just don't think that shit's cool. And it's like, there's niggas out here really losing their lives every day, dog. Mm-hmm. Off, off, off of this shit. And you up here making mockery of this shit. And you really out here putting in work. So don't, don't, don't make fun of that shit. Don't make light of that shit. And I always had the issue with that. Any niggas out here out here claiming blood or crip and they really ain't out here doing that right. shit. Like, if you just doing this shit for cloud and shit like yeah. that. Like, for, I'm, for a long time, at first I had an issue with Wayne doing shit to I really found out that he actually had been to doing this shit for a while. Mm-hmm. It was okay, yeah. Okay, at least I can put it. Some niggas I'm like, really? I think it's because again, it's like with society, they they want to glorify that, oh, look at all these gangster rappers. They're they're affiliated with drug dealing and gangs, and so do you want to be a part of this life? It's like, okay. And so for him, that was probably a lesson he needs to learn the hard way that, I mean, this is real life. There are rappers that rap about the stuff that they actually do. And for Daniel City in his living room in the middle of America. Oh my God. They're so like they're so scary and I, I wanna like, do that. I, I it's they're so gangster. Oh my god. I wanna go around and shout Sue Whoop. Oh my God. So intimidating. Look at the tattoos. Hey, hey blood. I can I can do that. As Ashley knocks over a fucking microphone. It's okay. She's supposed to be a professional, though. Oh, hush. She supposed to be a professional. I am always until the day I die. She supposed to be a professional. Until but the she day I die. Nigga, no mics. 
Nigga on mics. So the lesson we learn, if you don't are be like not, Ashley, uh, not get on mics. Nigga on mics. If you're not a part of a gang mics. now, um, just don't like. Don't ever join. And also, people have to understand what the whole point of like, uh, um, who was it? Vince Staples probably explained gang culture the best that I've heard of anybody. And I just felt like people need to understand that gang culture is not. People think you grow up and you just say, I'm going to join a gang. Mm-hmm. No, that shit is your lot. Like, you grow That's up. a lifetime membership. It's, a, it's not even that as much as when you're in an area that, that, that if you grow up in the West Coast and you grow up in gang culture, it's not a situation where you just grow up and like, I'm going to be in a gang. No, what happens usually is your neighborhood, because the way it is in, in L.A., mm-hmm. you get your neighborhood is either a blood neighborhood or it's a crip neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So you don't even have to be be trying to go that way but your friends are all crips or your friends are all bloods right so simply by connection now you're affiliated even if you're not even with it mm-hmm. and so at some point you just kind of get absorbed into it because that's just what your life is you didn't you didn't plan on being a gangster that wasn't your goal you didn't want to be out here you know, like you that was never what it is it's just that you kind of grow into that shit because that's just what it is um, it's a it's kind of a lifestyle thing there. Yeah, I mean, some people are fortunate to actually get out of that lifestyle. And usually it's the guys that were athletes or something or they were really, really smart and right. they had some opportunities and they were able to take, care, take advantage of those opportunities and that kind of shit to happen. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's not, it's not as simple as people think. Yeah, it's not a fad. You can't just, just say, okay, I'm going to join for two months and then, you know, renege on my membership because it's boring. Because you might not make it out. Actually, what? Hey. Uh, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had to. Um... Oh, the insults continue, ladies oh, and shit. gentlemen. Yeah. Which is sponsored by Little Caesars and the $6 uh, extra most bestest pepperoni pizza with butter parmesan um, shit that they put on it. It's really good. Whatever. Um, cheap ass pizza. Oh, but oh, the funny <laughs> thing is, speaking of pizza, you see how you see the new the new step in the rebrand for Papa John's, right? Oh, the we're not racist. No, 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 no. Yeah, the, yeah, the re the re not racist brand rebrand. <laughs> oh no, we're not. We want to show we, we're not racist. We so have the first, a black person. So the first thing was, oh, we're gonna show you all the guys who are franchisees of Papa John's that are of color. Like, oh, they are Mexican and they own a Papa John's. Yeah, because they had the capital to buy that bitch. Um. So now, that wasn't enough, you guys. No, no, that's not enough. No, we're gonna do. We're gonna bring in the big guns. Gonna bring in the big guns. Oh, we're gonna bring in me. standing in seven two. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. Oh. <laughs> so apparently, Shaq. Apparently owns a bunch of Papa John's now, and he's also a member on the board. Yeah. So Shaq is how they're connecting with the black community. You saw the commercial with Shaq's in all the, in the restaurants, actually helping the people. The people of color. The, the people in the in the, in the hood. And look, I love Shaq. Shaq is an awesome guy. Shaq is Shaq has done multitude of um, you know different philanthropy. Yeah, I hate that word. Philanthropy. Philanthropic work and peak work, whatever, in the hood and different parts, whatever the case may be. Peak. <laughs> 
is philanthropic work, peak work, whatever the case may be. Fuck that word. Um, and I don't really get that word, but I talk too fast sometimes. Um, uh, right, that's what it is. It, it really is the reason why I fucking hate that word. Um, but whatever the case may be, um, I just. I, I, I trust Shaq enough to say he's not being used as a caricature mm-hmm. for this company, and they're truly listening to his ideas. The blackface. I think he's he's um he's a, a savvy enough businessman with all the business adventures he has to not allow them to control him. Same way I, I trust Jay Z enough to not think he's not. Oh like, yeah, because ooh yeah, I trust Jay. The it's, it's the same thing. I trust Jay Z's track record speaks for itself to the point where I. I trust Jay-Z enough to know he's not allowing the NFL to use him and he's 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 fully in control of what he wants th- that to be. So I, I have to trust Shaq enough because his track record is a businessman. I trust him enough to say he's not going to allow them because he don't need Papa John's. Mm-mm. He doesn't need them. He's, Papa John's is like the worst Shaq is worth ever. Uh, hundreds of millions of dollars. He does not need Papa John's. So I, I, tr- I have to trust him to say he he knows what he's doing and if he doesn't we'll you know one day we'll find out but for now I have to give him the benefit of the doubt um, and hopefully he's in control enough to know what he's doing has a plan in mind for what they're doing um, you know I hope it works out Papa John's Pizza is still trash oh it's the worst um, kind ever it's fucking terrible it's terrible pizza I got um, it um, what was it my last year in college they built a Papa John's right next to our C store and literally they had a, she, was, she, was, she went to a horrible school Saginaw like, Valley okay horrible horrible but school. you were a Spartan oh Fucking second on Valley. <laughs> At least our dorms was better than yours. <laughs> Holden's dorm was pretty nice. I don't know the fuck you talking about. Uh, okay, whatever. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was like second on Valley. The the pizza like the crust. Second on. I'm a Valley. huge crust girl, so I, I I will eat the crust off of a pizza. But with this, it, it was like it was no flavor, no season. It wasn't. It was dry. It tastes like cardboard, and then like it was super super greasy, and it was it just. No, maybe they improved with you. I haven't had. I have, I, don't, I can't think of the last time I've ever had Papa John's. It was my. Yeah, I would take Papa college. Romano's over Papa John's. Yeah, I love Papa Romano's. Papa Romano's. I just had their it. garbage can pizza is good. That's the one I used to always give. My mom's always give me the that. garbage can. It's basically a pizza with everything on it. Okay, like there, it's like your supreme yeah. pizza basically. But yeah, I just had it like what a few weeks ago. But yeah, Papa Romano's is really really good. Um, my pizza is actually like really my my go to now um, because I try to stay away from a lot of pizzas that are you know have rice and crust and stuff like that because it just it doesn't sit well with me like it used to but mod is really good you pay one full price get as many toppings as you want on a pizza and it's always delicious so. Mod and Blaze are essentially the same thing, by the way. But people don't like Blaze. I haven't yet to try Blaze, but what, what's up? What is Blaze like to you? I won't have Blaze once and it was up in Lansing, so I don't know. Okay. I haven't had Mod, so I can't speak to it. Okay. It's the really concept is the same. I can't speak to the taste of the pizza. But I heard, well, I did hear that Blaze was more expensive than Mod's. Well, I would imagine so, because LeBron owns a lot of Blazes. Oh, <laughs> LBJ. But, um... Hey, more power to Shaq. We'll see what happens with it. Um, what else? Is, oh, by the way, for all you Colin Kaepernick fans, you know he just tried to get on three NFL teams and need quarterbacks. But you know he's still fighting for the struggle. Y'all still gonna boycott? Because y'all said y'all want to make sure you get a job. I'm gonna be honest. I, I just feel like, like if you accepted the settlement, why you still trying to get a job there if you get the NFL? I'm just, I'm just, just, just a thought. Because if I hate a company. 
or an organization, if I really hate that company, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to get a job there. Of course not. Also, 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 just because I just noticed this, just because I just noticed this, why does Ashley have a tattoo of something from Naruto? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who gives a a fucking semicolon? Do you even know what this stands for? Semicolon. No, no, no. It's a... It's a short pause. Yeah, but... also, it's something from Naruto. No, this is had this has a different meaning to this. What story. is what is the meaning? So it's there's a there's actually an organization called uh, Project Semicolon, and it deals with uh, awareness of suicide prevention. Okay, well, um, and mental I'll health. That. I'll give you that. So yeah, that's why I got it. Cool. She wanted to be so deep. It's cool. I let, I let her get off. I let her get that We're off. We're gonna educate the people though. I let her get that off. It's cool. And I, I want to it. educate you, sir. It's cool. I appreciate it. But for, yeah, I, I for the first time in her life, in the over a decade that I've known Ashley, Ashley was able to put me up on something I didn't know about. Uh, it's right. a fucking miracle. Take the win. It'll probably be the last time it happens. No, yeah. there was something else that was wrestling related that you didn't know about that me and De'Aaron had to school you about. I'm gonna ask him, but yeah, you. It was really probably something De'Aaron knew, and she just. No, 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 no. I knew about it too. You didn't. But best believe I'll be asked. It probably wasn't nothing important, though. Yeah, but I don't understand. Like, so are, is everybody off of the NFL strike now? Because I see a whole lot of people just talking football, football, football. And it's everybody like, wasn't both bo- kind of begin to it, so it wouldn't matter. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It wasn't nearly as many people that they made it seem. There was not that many people boycotting the NFL. Well, I would say from my timeline, it was a lot of dudes who two years ago was screaming, fuck the NFL, fuck, fuck, them fuck. And now they're just poli- like, oh! Them niggas was politicking because they probably was trying to talk to some chick who was like, oh, my God, you watch the NFL? <laughs> so he was trying to play whatever role he needed to. Oh, no, nah, baby, I don't deal with that barbarity. <laughs> I'm trying to just rock with you. We can watch a couple chick flicks. We can go to a couple marches, baby. I'm whatever whatever you want to do. But I'm not with that barbarity. For shame. <laughs> the barbarity. Until Cap is in the league, I'm not with it. Black Lives Matter. We got to stop this shit. <laughs> that nigga wasn't... That nigga was trying to get in her bed. He was trying to get... He was politicking for pussy. I know them tricks. Speaking of, some dummy put... I'm glad my dick little because all the STDs be in the back of the pussy. I can tell this person does not know about sex education, but yeah. Well, based on his first statement, he probably doesn't have a lot of sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like that disqualifies him from any real expertise in this matter. Mm-hmm. But you know. Yeah. Um, you got that pop. And it's pop, niggas, for anybody listening to it outside of me. Pepsi. I don't really like cola like that, but this will be gas. I'm going to eat that. If I'm, I'm feeling it. petty, I will say soda pop. Just but because. you white, so that's probably why. No, I, I mean people are just. I mean, when I went to California, when I went to LA last year, I did hear a lot of people just saying soda, and then I did hear one person say soda pop. My so. best friend says soda, and I have to argue with that. Who nigga. Ralph? Yeah. Well, I got a question to ask you about oh, Ralph. God. So <laughs> he, there was a post I think the oh, other God. day, and it was about the whole cast tech thing where Gucci Man like yeah, donated. I'm and- aware because when I Ralph knew I went there at first, Ralph just doesn't remember <laughs> shit. I went. I, he knows I went to Cass at some point. He does not know that I didn't graduate from Cass, and Ralph doesn't remember shit. All he remembers is that I went to Cass at some point. Uh, but does he not know that you are anti-Cass? We don't talk about that shit. Oh. Well, yeah, 
because he's not from here originally. He's not so. from here. Yeah, he's Ralph not. Ralph only knows shit by name and what he hears. <laughs> he's like, oh, shit, that shit from Detroit? Yeah, that's all Ralph No. Oh, man. Ralph, I, I thought it was one of the more worst posts he ever made. I'm sorry. That was light. <laughs> Compared to some other shit Ralph say. I just kind of say, oh, well, I don't know that guy. <laughs> as long as nobody asks me about the shit he just said, I'm good. I love him, but, but mm, okay, Ralph. Shout out to Ralph, who knows how to ruffle some fat bears. <laughs> but, ooh, but it's always funny when you tell me about how you guys first met when you went to state. Yeah. Because then he literally have like all red on his side and yeah, all red he rags, all right, blue. Right, right, all blue stuff. He had red rags though. Like he had red. Like I, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> you thought you were with the blood. <laughs> oh. oh shit. Here go. Yeah, this nigga me drinking cola. I don't drink cola like that, but this shit cold. And I needed something to drink. Mm-hmm. So, and I ain't been in the grocery store yet. You, so, but you got Gatorade in there. Yeah, but uh, that shit been there for weeks. I don't drink that shit all the time. <sighs> you only drink, like, I only drink Gatorade when I'm really, really thirsty. Mm-hmm. I have to be, like, dying of thirst. And you need electrolytes, too. Yeah. I gotta buy some more water because I ran out of water. I actually have a bottle in the car that I forgot to take out that haven't opened yet because I got it after I left the audition. That was where I was at before I came here. Ashley likes to throw in um, thoughts about her acting career and show y'all <laughs> she went in and shit. It's fucking fine. I mean, but you're supposed to. You're supposed it's, to. Just, you know, I just have to see You know, I just... It's grind. Uh, you know, I, I came from audition, you know, they, they really love me, and I'm sure I got it. Um, and how, well, I'm fucking amazing, and um, yeah, you know, I'm here with you, you know, you used to little people, because, you know. Oh, just stop, for, you I know, would this, never this do is that. This is how I give my debt back to the, you know, to the people, you know, me when they come up. You know, I would say quickly, if people who are, who are interested in, like, vegan options for alternatives and their diets and whatnot, if you are in the metro Detroit area, go ahead and check out chili mustard onions i've had them quite a few times their food's very very good and delicious um i think yeah you can do carry out from like monday through friday and then saturdays they don't do carry out and i believe they're closed on sundays but it's actually assigned the name of a place that'll be vegan but that's funny to me yeah but it's, it's it's coney island stuff they also do like the big mock that's like one of their most popular items which i've had and it's really really good um, the big what? The big mock, oh, which God. is the vegan version of the Big Mac. I, I, I kind of gathered that. Kind of on the nose a little bit there. <laughs> it's not like McDowell's. <laughs> it's it actually is. It's the exact same thing. <laughs> no, it has. They have a sesame seed bun to make the Mac. Oh, yeah. It's just like the Big Was it Big Mick? Yeah, they what didn't have it? a sesame seed bun. It was just the bun. <laughs> Which also shout out to uh, Arsenio Hall and Eddie Murphy because they are processing in the process of filming coming to America too. So you I'm excited to see how the bad boys three finally. When is the release date for that? I don't fucking care. Whenever it's gonna be, I'm gonna be there. Been waiting for the fucking movie for 15 years. Oh yeah! Wow. 2003. That, oof, that has been a minute. It's fucking 16 years. Yeah. It's been fucking too long. That's a long time. It's fucking long as hell. It's fucking an incredible timeline. Um, and also because Eddie Murphy will be back to hosting Saturday Night Live around December. Something like that. You also thinking about going back on the tour? Okay. And then he's still is he still in negotiation with Netflix for his comedy special? Something like that. Yeah. So shout out to Eddie. Um. 
Speaking of comedians, Kevin Hart. So, oh boy, Kev has had an interesting couple weeks. As most of you know, he is in a car accident. Mm-hmm. Um, fucked his back up. He's at home. He's in. He's been in the rehab center. I think they say he's just about to get go home from the rehab center. But he's been in the rehab center, recovering from back surgery. Yeah. They say he's just being released to his home. But he is able to walk. He is able to walk. Um, so it wasn't anything a spinal cord injury or anything like that. So that's a good thing, you know. Um, President him and his family with that. But while that's all going on. And there's been some questions about the um, the the details of the car accident and what happened and things like that. And I don't really fucking care. It's kind of like the Terrence J car accident that nobody still knows who's in the car with. But um, I almost forgot about that. Yeah. So whatever the case may be. So, you know, few was it two years ago when Kevin Hart came out with the video where he was saying he was getting um, blackmailed and it was about the video of him and the girl in Vegas and it was actually one of his friends who was the one that was blackmailing him for like 60 million or some shit like was that. This, this was the same girl that allegedly he cheated on with when his wife was... No, it was the girl. Okay, that was... So, no, no, no. This was... It was about the same situation. Okay. So, two years ago, 2017, video. Um, he posted the video basically saying he was getting extorted and that's when he admitted he cheated on his wife. Mm-hmm. And then the video actually came out and it was a little uh, video of him and this girl in Vegas. Um, then it comes out that his friend was the one that was trying to blackmail him. And his friend's in the group, right? They're, um, I don't know what, who the friend was. I remember the guy's name okay. or whatever. I, think it was, I can't remember his name, but whatever the case may be. So that happened a couple years ago. So now we fast forward and the girl who was in the video, Montia, whatever her fucking name is, she comes out and um, with Lisa Bloom and she's suing Kevin for 60 million claiming of one that she feels like she was set up and that him and his friends set her up to get filmed. They say one of the reasons she feels he did it was to get um, publicity for his upcoming comedy tour. Um, first of all, uh. There's so many things wrong with her her accusation. First of all, the nigga who you claim is part of the conspiracy to set you up got arrested for blackmailing him, you dumb bitch. Right. So if he was part of set up for you, what the fuck? Why would he go to jail? That don't even make sense. Second of all, if anybody needs not does not need publicity or attention. It's Kevin fucking Hart who's in every fucking movie. Yes. um. Kevin Hart don't need a publicity. Also, do you really think he wanted to set you up to get publicity and while his wife is pregnant and release and also risk his relationship? Because people forget his wife was pregnant when all this shit happened. Right. So you think that Kevin Hart was like, you know what? I need attention. I know my wife's pregnant. I know I got millions of followers on Instagram. But you know what? I got a comedy special coming up. You know, I know I've already sold out stadiums and shit. Mm-hmm. But I need more attention than that. I know I've grossed hundreds of millions of dollars of movies and shit. But you know what? I need more attention than that. I'm going to set up this random bitch in Vegas to get a sex tape going and put that shit out. Bitch, if you don't get out my fucking face. 
Yeah, I think she needs a couple. And the fact that the lawyer actually took this dumbass case, you're suing, you're suing him for sixty million dollars. Right. For what, bitch? For what? And the the problem about that shit is that you the kind of bitch that get, makes it hard for women when they want to come forward for shit when the actual real exactly. happens. Exactly. Because you come forward because you're trying to get some fucking money. Mm-hmm. And now you make it so when people somebody another woman actually comes up with some mm-hmm. real shit people are gonna look at her sideways like oh no this bitch is trying to get money and not because she actually was really fucked up exactly. or she started from shit it's always- you doing this dumb shit because you want money bitch if you don't get out of my fucking face so and also more than anything Kev is going through some shit right now and you you, you do shit now mm-hmm. his wife already is always questioned about what happened with the car accident his wife probably looking at him and then you gonna bring this shit up that she gotta remember remember mm-hmm. that's fucked up you don't do that dumb shit this is stupid this is what selfish ass motherfuckers attention whores you are the devil people who do things for attention all all that shit you guys you you gotta stop that shit because again like you said it makes it harder for people who do get in these real life situations where stuff really does take place and go down it's like people don't want to believe because like why why do y'all need attention that damn bad it it makes no sense and especially from a celebrity who in hindsight could have you know lost his life or whatever and then it's just like oh well now let me just throw a lawsuit on him so I can get some money out of him because I'm a broke bitch but you know you know shouts to Kev um, you know wish him a speedy recovery and um, just niggas chilled up alright so the outrage police were out again today or yesterday was it two days ago um, and in their crosshairs, they had H and M again. Oh God! So I guess with the first incident, you know, they had the a, monkey boy, the, the monkey kid, right. um, the monkey in the room um, T-shirt, and the biggest. We we know yeah. what H H&M, and what happened with the H and M shit was about a year ago. <laughs> and so another, um, another, another reaction. Now that one was legit. Mm-hmm. This one. So the first thing we saw was a side picture, a side profile picture of this little girl. Mm-hmm. And she had her hair in one of the little ponytails. And that just means her hair wasn't long enough to be in a longer ponytail. And it was a little disheveled. Yeah. Ponytail wasn't really put together. It just wasn't laid. And so everybody, oh my God, H&M is at it again. They're trying to make us look like shit. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> this. They're trying to make black people. They're trying to just point out that black people got nappy hair. Or, or make us look unkempt. Or all this other shit. Whatever whatever uh, narrative people wanted to paint blah 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 so that's basically the mindset that people had when they saw this this initial thing so the rest of the pictures came out from this photo shoot mm-hmm. from this ad yep, and all of girls, the kids they all had messed up all had messed up hair were all looking disheveled they looked like kids that had just been playing outside all day mm-hmm. so it wasn't just her, first of all. Right. Second of all, why is it people are so quick to react to shit when they don't have all the information? 
And, I, and that's when it's just like when you read a people read an article or they read the the headline of the article. And I hate clickbait articles and be like, look who's going to who look who's going to jail now. Right. And they'll put a picture of somebody who ain't got shit to do with the article <laughs> on the right. fucking thing and you and click then it the ends link. up being about Tostitos. So, like somebody totally fucking different. I'm like, nigga, what? Yeah. And so like and then they'll share these articles and I'll be like why are you sharing this shit mm-hmm. like this shit is not even real or why did you even research it before you shared this shit what did you even read the fucking article before you shared this shit no you just saw this shit it's like oh my god outrage girl <laughs> girl Google, Google, mad grumble 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 yo no we don't like this I, I just I really do believe that a lot of people don't use their brains and they don't they don't train themselves to actually do do the research before they open their mouth and start jumping to conclusions. We all have had that issue where everybody's just, they only listen to respond. They don't listen to actually hear what's being said and what's actually going on. But my thing is, is what, okay, what is it with black people? Like, it just seems like we can't be satisfied with anything. Well, because we're, so black people, black people, especially nowadays, um, okay, so what what's happened over the last few decades is that black people, especially in social media times, have become more aware of the slights they've been dealt in life. Mm-hmm. And we understand that. And it's true. We've been dealt a lot of things. There have been a lot of slights of us that we probably didn't pay attention to at the time. Or it's like one of those times where somebody can insult you in front of you and you didn't at the time you just kind of laughed it off you didn't really think it was nothing but then like a couple of days later or even later that night you'd be like this nigga was trying to throw it was trying to throw shade at me or whatever right. it's gonna be and you just realize it black people have started to realize or just not even just realize it but really just kind of open themselves up to the idea that they've been shaded essentially since forever yes and so because of that especially with this generation, they're more aware of it. And so now they're so aware of it that they're too aware of it. And so now they are alerted to anything that could potentially be shade thrown at black people. Understandable. And that's, and I get it to some extent. However, the problem is the, the boy crying wolf syndrome, which we just talked about with the girl in the caregiving heart situation. Right. If we are so alert to everything, what happens is that we get too alert to shit that's not even legit. Mm-hmm. And so when we actually scream about some shit that's real, niggas gonna be not listening to us because y'all niggas scream about everything. Right. Y'all scream about every little fucking thing. And that's the problem. Even when it's not real shit or something stupid or minor to the point where when some real shit happened, niggas don't fucking care. Mm-hmm. You gonna look, they not gonna fucking care because they be like, eh, whatever, y'all scream about everything. Well, I mean, I, I can't see why there were black people that were outraged because I guess they, there is a sense that... And I get because of H&M's track record what I had last year. That and plus so, with the whole... The fact that her hair, it looked like it, it wasn't combed, it wasn't brushed, there wasn't even no edge control put on her edges and there's a stigma where it's just like, oh, well, in order for black people to have good hair, they have to make sure it's laid, fried, dyed, laid to the side. That part is more so with the people that were outraged about the picture because mm-hmm. my thing is this. Whenever they... When they see a, a, a black girl and her ponies her hair like that right they're automatically thinking about because it's just it's this thing that in his, in society with black people is we've always judged our own beauty based on what the perception is of white people exactly so for example um 
when a black person acts out in a place, a lot of black people, especially older black people, be like, why are you acting like you're making us look bad and you, you're embarrassing us in front of these white people? Because they don't fucking, like, why are you acting like that? Why are you acting so ghetto? Like, mm-hmm. all those things are usually because those are euphemisms for why are you embarrassing us in front of these black, these white people? Right. And you say, why are you embarrassing us in front of company? That means, why are you embarrassing us in front of them white people in most situations? Yeah. So, it's the same concept as the, if we're on front street in something, we we want to be presented in a certain way, and if we're, not, if we're presented in a way it's anything less than what we think we should present it is, it's this mindset, oh no, those white people are going to look at the sideways. But my thing is this. Um, it's the same thing with women that go natural and things like that. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, this is my natural hair. This is what I. This is who I am. Exactly. And we, as black people, should be able to embrace whether and kids should be taught to embrace who the fuck they are and what their hair is. Your 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 hair being what it is. Your hair being short. Your hair being nappy. Your uh, yeah. You can be presentable and things like that. But your hair being curly. Your hair being what it is. There's nothing wrong with it. And you shouldn't be made to feel like as a child that's anything wrong with your hair mm-hmm. and in this case like I said in this case it just add all those kids look like kids that were just playing they, they finished playing and their hair and everything is just is matted up it wasn't just her right so when you see the whole ad you know there's something there's a theme they're going for in this ad mm-hmm. whether you agree with the theme or not it's not a situation where that black girl was singled out so yeah at that point that argument about the ad is is moot because everybody was treated the exact same way right so at that point what is your issue if you still have an issue at that point your issue becomes then that you have a problem with that little girl's hair mm-hmm. at that point then why do you have a problem with that girl's hair exactly um, now if you as a mother if you just say why is her hair nappy that's on you if you feel like that but if that if the photographer said you know what if H&M had a, the photographer to ask said yo we want to make it seem like we want to have an ad where these kids like they just finished playing kids don't when they finish playing their hair don't stay the same if you if anybody has a daughter that take that, that combs her hair in the morning to a ponytail, it's probably not going to be the same by the time she get home school. Right. It it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So that's what that was. And like, it's just, I mean, it is what it is. I get it. But we have to, we have to pick our battles. And sometimes we pick the lay, the low hanging fruit too much to jump at that shit. And now, like I said, I get that you have a track, the HM had a tracker just because of what happened last year. Mm-hmm. But at some point, we have to allow people to get better and we can't assume that everything they do is a shot at us. We can't. We don't even give them a chance. Mm-hmm. We don't, because that, that happened with the, um, what was it? The It was a makeup commercial or something like that. So it's Dove Soap. Oh, yeah. The same thing, the exact uh-huh. same thing happened where it was just, the only clip we saw was the girl taking her shirt off and it was going from white to black or black to white, yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. And that was Which, the only part we saw and then when you saw the whole commercial, right. they're like, no, it's fr- it was literally everybody, all different races, it wasn't just the one thing, but just because of the audio, like, it became a thing where we always get this outrage over shit without actually seeing the whole, like, 
getting the whole context of it. And context matters. It just does. You can't assume that everything is a slight at you um, because you see it in a certain way. You only get in a part. You you only get a part of the information. Mm -hmm. Like you only get in a part of the information. You're not getting. You're not. It's not in context. So stop. We got to stop jumping the gun on shit just because we want to look for something to hate and rail against. Yeah. Because it just it makes it makes our arguments look weak, and we end up being like I said. You get that boy that boy cry roof kind of syndrome because everybody like some point two young niggas out and then white people are laughing at us again and and, and, and I don't really fucking care about that as much as we need to we need to be on ourselves about doing that dumb shit Mm -hmm. because it's just it doesn't help us it doesn't help our arguments don't help none of that shit it doesn't help us be uh, more put us in more advantageous position or anything it just makes us look like we just gonna jump on we gonna like to you know hey oop that oop that oop that it's like no (laughs) it's like we doing we doing whack-a-mole oh that that actually that made me think of it was like this I think it was around the whole Trayvon Martin situation but it was on Facebook and this girl she made a post where she was just like um I think somebody had made a post about um, black on black crime like how nobody wants to say nothing but when a, a white police officer kills an innocent black boy oh all the black people want to rally up and say black lives matter we need to take them down like but you can't do that for your own people in the neighborhood and so one chick was like oh well that's because um, it's different with the white man because with the black man like you know these people and you can't really snitch and they're going to go to jail but the white man ain't going to go to jail and I'm just like it's the same so that argument right there is um so the black on black crime versus black versus white on black crime blah 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 mm-hmm. black on black crime is a myth in that you're going to commit crime more on the people you grew up you're around yeah that's just how it works if I grow up in a neighborhood that is predominantly black and I'm going to commit a crime, the crime I'm going to commit is probably going to be on a black person because that's who I'm around. Because mm-hmm. most people are not going to leave their comfort setting to commit a crime because there are too many unknown variables in that setting because I don't know it. Exactly. I'm not going to leave my black neighborhood and go to a predominantly white neighborhood to commit a crime. For one, policing-wise, yeah. the police are way going to show rat. way quicker. Yeah. I don't know the area as well. It's just different. For example, um, I'm watching, I'm going to get to this later, but I'm watching the Wu-Tang series on Hulu. I have to start it. I'm watching the Wu-Tang series on Hulu. And at one point, they were they were selling drugs or whatever the case may be. And RZA comes up with a new hustle because he plays chess in this area. And every time he plays chess, there was always these white corporate dudes coming up to him thinking he sold weed. And you always tell him, I don't got nothing. But when they needed a new hustle, he was like, yo, I can go sell this weed to these white cats. And the cops never come around there. So it's an easy hustle because these white cats, they look for a fix. They ain't going to say shit because they're they getting something out of it. And the cops ain't going to never come around there because they don't expect any crime to be there. Mm-hmm. It's policed totally different. So in that case, I'm already, it's different in his case because he has a comfort level of that area where he was at because he's always there. Okay. So it's a little different. But he also understands that the white cats are not, the white cops are not, the cops aren't showing up there. Mm-hmm. Cops ain't coming around there because they don't expect anything criminal be going on there. The only time that cops were ever seen in one of the scenes was when the um, the five percenters were there because they're black. So in that case, yeah, most of the time, they're not there. So, 
because the white people are not coming there, the white cops are not showing there, I can get this hustle off and nobody's gonna say a word. If I do this shit in the black community, cops are probably gonna show up really quickly. Mm-hmm. So it's just that because they're, they're gonna police that area differently because of that. Now, if somebody were to call the cops on him, they would be there white fucking clockwork. But because the people that he's selling to are the corporate people that want the fix, they're not gonna call the cops. Mm-mm. So it's just, a, it's just a different thing. So I'm going to commit, if I'm gonna commit a crime, I'm gonna commit it against the people in the areas that I'm comfortable, I have a comfort level in. Mm-hmm. That's just how it works. It's a proximity thing. White people commit more crime against white people because they're mostly around white people. That's just how proximity works. So that is where the myth is as far as black on black crime. However, and so, but my issue with black people when it comes to the argument that person made on that post is this. Black people have this thing where now if a white person, if a black person gets held accountable for something they did, i.e. Bill Cosby, i.e. R. Kelly, (laughs) the first argument, if a white person is accused of something even closely or remotely similar, Mm -hmm. if that person didn't go to jail, why is he? Yep. And there's never any context to it. There's never any, well, the cases are different. No nuance because they don't look at that. They don't look at the fact that Harvey Weinstein case only came up a couple years ago. Bill Cosby been accused of this shit since the fucking 70s. And he admitted to it. He admitted to drugging women. Yeah. So Harvey Weinstein's shit is very new. Bill Cosby's shit is not new at all. R. Kelly's has been over. R. Kelly's has been doing shit for 30 years. Basically. So you're talking about cases where we allow this shit in our community to go on forever Mm -hmm. is no different than like and I've talked about it before we've talked about the 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 uncle in the family that has been touching his nieces and shit yep. for years and getting away with that shit. But they kept Black people always allow that shit to go because it's this whole thing of they either don't want to admit it, they know this nigga is fucking wrong, but it's oh it's the family you don't you don't snitch on this that and that's where that yeah. no snitching bullshit gets us in trouble yeah. because we don't hold our people accountable for the bullshit they do nope. because of that whole I don't want to snitch on family or I want to tell or when you do tell somebody because if. Like I said, you said people say, well, why these people tell on Cosby years ago? Like, yeah, because that nigga was, y'all niggas mad now that they telling and exactly. then told when he was at the height of his fucking career? Oh, no, because he's getting ready to buy NBC. That is Um, So, it's this whole, this whole mindset that if one person is not held accountable, then you I shouldn't hold, hold the other. Nigga, no. All of them niggas need to go to jail. I don't care when it fucking happens as long as it happens. So, if R. Kelly got to go to jail now and then we get Harvey Weinstein when his case is done Mm -hmm. so fucking be it as long as them niggas end up in the same fucking place I don't fucking care exactly I don't fucking care when it happens as long as it fucking happens same with Bill they finally got that nigga I don't care how old he was they finally got that nigga bye bitch R. Kelly bye bitch Mm -hmm. Harvey Weinstein when it comes time bye bitch also the other (laughs) the other issue I have with people is they don't understand nuance they don't understand like I said when I say don't understand difference in cases Harvey Weinstein was actually charged with something the other people who lost their careers at least so they have lost something people don't understand how important that is Mm -hmm. Kevin Spacey was accused of something he wasn't charged with anything that I'm aware of right and if I'm wrong I'm you know I'll find out but I don't think he was a charged with anything Mm -hmm. but he was accused of stuff and because he was accused of it he lost his fucking career yeah so he lost he lost things right um what's his name the comedian uh 
fucking um can't remember his name. You talking about the um Ozzy? No, it's the comedian. I can't remember his fucking name. Whatever his name is. Um because what's the name was talking about? Um Davis Mills talking one special, but I can't remember his name fucking name. But whatever they mean, like the point is, people have lost stuff because they, but they don't. So people don't equate losing stuff. Like if you don't go to jail, mm-hmm. they don't. Oh, you weren't punished. No, nigga, he lost his fucking career. Right. This niggas was bringing up fucking, um, fucking what's his name, um, Woody Woody, Woody Allen. Allen. Woody Allen been blackballed from Hollywood for fucking yes. thirty years, dog. And then even like the they saying he ain't go to jail, nigga. He wasn't charged. And with even anything. the whole Jerry Lee Lewis. Everybody situation. can't. Everybody don't go to like. Everybody doesn't go to jail for shit because if you don't charge, there's nothing to charge you with. The he, the only person that could charge him with something is the person he married, nigga. Right. <laughs> like he married her. So she, and even with Elvis, that was Elvis. That shit happened years ago. She was married to him. Yeah. Nigga, they married people young as hell back in the day. Even mm-hmm. if you look at your fucking Bible. Yeah. <laughs> There are people getting married at fucking 15, fucking 14 years old. There's a certain, like, times change. There was no legality of time back in the time of the Bible, quote Mm -hmm. unquote. So there was no legal age of um, consent and shit like that. Right. There wasn't. We created those things later on in life. So if Jerry Lewis in, in the 50s, like, the fact that black people would go pull up some old shit like that <laughs> to def- to defend Bill Cosby yeah, or or R. Kelly. Oh, he he's one of young women. So what? This white guy liked him one time. Really? <laughs> oh, wait, no. But the biggest excuse was is because Bill Cosby was such an inspiration to all black families. Bill in Cosby America. inspired me to do a goddamn thing. Yeah. I never watched the Cosby Show and said, "Ooh." I didn't. I I'm gonna be honest. Never, I did not care I, for the Cosby I Show. I watched the Cosby Show growing up. I never once, as a kid, I didn't care. or even as an adult, said, "You know what? That Bill Cosby guy, <laughs> taught, like, I taught me a lot." That yeah. show was never a serious show to me. Yeah, I never looked at any fucking TV show and said, "That's what taught me how to be a man." You know who I looked at and taught me how to be a man? My fucking your father. Your daddy, your papi. So for me, and yeah, I know everybody ain't got that story. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. Uncle Phil to me was a better father. <laughs> I could look at scenes from Uncle Phil and the lessons he taught them niggas. Right. And say, you know what? I could pull more shit from that. But anything I got from Bill Cosby. Of course. I'm sorry. I mean, Jello. That's just Jello was. That's just my fucking my reality. And I grew up. I was old enough to watch Bill Cosby, so I saw the show. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like I wasn't old enough. But for me, there were more serious episodes and real episodes to me where it's I felt like, friends, as yeah. a real black man, Uncle Phil reacted better to me because Bill Cosby, even on his show, to me. Talk in a very condescending. Oh, you need to do. It was kind of like that fit. It's kind of like um, when people got on Steve Harvey when he was talking to Monique about how you just got to play the game. You got to be like it was this whole, you know, just fit in, just roll with what the white people want you to do. Uh-uh. That's how Bill Cosby came yeah. off to me yeah. on that I show. Agree. It was always, you know, just kind of. 
be, you know, just be, just kind of go with the flow, go with what they want you to do, just kind of be. Don't don't ruffle any feathers. Just kind of fit into whatever the the world wants you to be. Yeah, but now Steve Harvey lost his talk show. So. But I'm just, but just in general, but as far as yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying that whole near. That's how Cosby always came up to me. Yeah, Uncle Phil on numerous occasions let niggas know. What's yeah, I I got here by busting my ass, but don't think I ain't Uncle Phil, I ain't fucking Philip Banks from wherever the fuck I came from. Right. The fucking pool hall scene, nigga. I'm me. Exactly. When Phil and them got locked up in that little small ass town, he told them like, "Look, nigga, I will fucking have y'all. I will run oh, you yes, bitches into I the ground." That. He let niggas know mm-hmm. I'm not playing with y'all. Of course, I'll, yeah. That's... Like he and he told like, "Look, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna front." He told Carlton like. He's like, do you like? Would you if you saw somebody doing twenty miles? Would you pull him? He's like, it's the same question I asked myself many times the first time I got pulled over. Because he was being real about that shit. Mm. Cosby didn't address shit like that to me. No. He never once addressed that shit. And if he did, somebody to point the episode. Yeah. And and, his, and even if he did, I don't think he ever addressed it the way the real way of Uncle Phil did. Right. Uncle Phil addressed it in a real way of like, yo, this is the reality of where we are. But you don't have to fit in and do what the fuck they want you to do to fit to you. Know, you can be who you are. Exactly. And say, yo, no, no. Yes, I am a rich fucking black man. But guess what? I'm a rich black man because I busted my ass to get here. Mm-hmm. But I didn't forget how I got here. And also understand the bullshit it takes to be who I am. And that's the thing that I always appreciate about Uncle Phil. So if I'm going to judge a TV father off anything, like that line in J. Cole's song, I understand why he said that shit. Because mm-hmm. if I'm judging TV fathers, Uncle Phil was much of a fucking better father to me than fucking Cosby joked with his kids and he, they had fun. He joked around. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uncle Phil taught them niggas real lessons. Right. He taught them niggas real fucking lessons. Like, and like was real about the shit. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of shit my dad would do. My dad was very blunt and honest with me about every fucking thing. He never sugarcoated shit with me. Of course. He was very direct with me, and he never, I never had to worry about him withholding or just giving me shit, the, the, the nice version of it, or telling me, oh, no, you just got to do things this way. No. Be who the fuck you are. And that's the thing I can say I appreciate on Phil. And I didn't even mean to get in the conversation about that, but I, like, just the whole people like, oh, Cosby was his inspiration. No, he wasn't. Not really. All Bill Cosby showed you is that a man who happens to be a fucking doctor, who has a wife who's a lawyer, yeah, you know what? His life is going to be different. <laughs> so all he showed you is that, okay, so black people can be doctors and lawyers? Yeah. I knew that. <laughs> And that your children can go to college I, I like, too. Yeah, yeah. It's very, yeah. Your doc, your your wife is a fucking doctor, um, lawyer. You're a doctor. Yes. Which I heard he was pretty much being a, a douchebag behind the scenes. He was. During, he's like, always been that way. That hasn't yeah. changed. People keep just like he's an asshole. Mm-hmm. He's been and even after the fact. He talks down to black people like on his high horse and tells us how we shouldn't be get. He's always been that. So that's why mm. when people tell me they look up the Bill Cosby, I'm yeah, like, I, why? I, I go like, why? 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 Because he portrayed an image on TV. Yep. Were you inspired by Bill Cosby? No. No. <laughs> I, I mean, I was inspired to eat Jello because, like, of him, but that's like, about it. The most inspiring thing Bill Cosby did to me was fucking the Fat Albert TV show. <laughs> 
Like, and no, I liked it was him a in, different world for I me. I liked him in, well, yeah, good, different world, but yeah, he, yeah, different world. Because a different like, world to me was a lot really. But I feel like, and that was, and it was, and the thing is, even Lisa Bonet didn't want to fuck on the morning, so she Yeah, she didn't, because she did, what, he found out that she was pregnant, and he was mad about it, and he was mad at Felicia Rashad, because she was pregnant at the time, too, when they were still doing Cosby. It was like, he had this thing where he didn't want one of his female actresses to be pregnant, and whoop you know I mean? But Felicia Rashad was married to Amara Rashad, so what do you expect? She wanted a family. It's like, you can't do nothing about that. Fuck Bill Cosby. Basically. And fuck R. Kelly. And shout out to the woman who's pissed because she can't get her money back after she helped. Oh, yeah. I, 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 like, no, bitch. No, bitch. What was it, like 175000 I, I, I don't know, but yeah. fuck you, bitch. Like, yes, you get. That's karma. Why you pass out that? Like, you, why you fucking, that's what you get for a bell and not a pedophile? Yeah. Cost of doing business, bitch. And supposedly he wants his laptop so he can finish his project in prison. Don't nobody want to hear that shit. Yeah, no, not at all. What's gonna be? I did it part two. <laughs> Where he confesses he got, he got, he that got he sixteen didn't do parts it. like he did in fucking um in the closet. Where he he didn't do it, but he's confessing that he really didn't do it, but he did do it. It just uh, okay, OJ. <laughs> Hypothetically. Fuck that nigga. Yeah. So no, um, but yeah, I just. Niggas need to chill. I think the lesson we've all learned today is um, don't glorify a life that you really aren't about and um, stop glorifying people who don't give a fuck about our people. Yeah, but no, yeah. But people need to chill with H&M. Like, I think we need to get to a point where we allow more information to come before we, we start fucking pissing a fucking fit. Because if you're not going to look for the information um, or at least try to say, let me get more context in this one fucking picture, because people put a picture out there and you have no idea what that picture it's is. It's like, oh my God. Oh my God, no! Mad, mad, mad. Mom, big man, no! Fuck white man did this to Ooh. us. <laughs> it was the white man. Yeah, it's like, y'all get on my fucking nerves. All right, so... But I was talking about the Wu-Tang series. Uh, Wu-Tang series is really, really dope. Um, I've been watching I've, this. I just watched the fifth episode. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, ooh, they're all, they're all in episode five already? Well, they dropped the first three episodes the first week. Oh, so that's... So they dropped three episodes okay. the first week, and then they ever since there's one episode per every Wednesday. Okay, yeah, I got a lot of kids. So, um... It's a really good show because um, you learn a lot about how Wu Tang, and we're not even close to them coming together as a group because I, I didn't realize there was so much backstory mm-hmm. to them. First of all, the first fucking scene of the show is Raekwon shooting up Ghostface Crib and almost killing his moms and his brothers. Ooh. Oh, wow. Because in that hood, Stapleton and Park Hill and Staten Island did not like each other. Okay. They didn't fuck with each other. So it was beef. And then you have. Um, Devon, who was Riz's bro- older brother, um, and um, and he goes rise rolls with him as far as they 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 sell drugs together. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, you got Power, and you got a Raekwon rolls with him. So those niggas is beefing, going against each other. Um, and so that got that whole art. And then Riz is just kind of he want to make beats and them, but his brother's kind of the breadwinner for the family as far as his drug shit. First of all, the dudes they got playing Riz's older brother Devon, that nigga look just like him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, Oscar's a breakfast that club. That nigga look just like. Um, well, no, that was that was the dude that was playing Raekwon. Right. But the dude that's playing fucking Devon, let me look. Let me let me look up. 
Yeah, I, I definitely got to catch up. Like, I've, because I, I, I just got my Hulu back. It was crazy because when they first dropped the trailer, I had just canceled my Hulu, uh, my Hulu account. But now it's like, okay, I got it back. So here we are. And then, oh, yeah, um, Maxine Shaw. What's her real name? Erica uh, Alexander plays. She plays his mom. Yes. So I definitely, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, she's yeah, she plays her mom. I didn't know. Apparently, at one point, RZA, I mean, um, Ghostface had a relationship with uh, RZA's little brother. I'm, I'm sorry, RZA's little sister. Oh, really? Yeah, but they they didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't. They it was kind of a secret um, that she held. She kind of held from I don't know how when they found out or whatever. Um, I didn't know. Uh, um, Wayquan had like a. Um, he has like a. His brothers are disabled. They're both in like um. They're both like um disabled. Mm-hmm. Like both in wheelchairs and shit. Like um, mentally disabled and shit like that. I didn't know that. Oh. So that was kind of one of the things he deals with. And um, his mom's an alcoholic. She's always drunk. She damn near fucking drowned in the bathtub. Like a bunch of crazy shit. Right. Um. What else? Well, don't say too much because I, I yeah, but it's just it's just crazy because when you like when you realize like all of the shit that like they was going they was beefing heavy niggas trying to kill each other all kinds of shit <laughs> at one point um and then and Riz is the whole time just trying to get to work together and do the music shit like the whole time <laughs> so it's an ongoing thing and then Devon get locked up and all a bunch of things but it's a really good show um, you kind of see the evolutionary body um, and shit that goes on. Um, meth. They haven't even introduced the rest of the crew yet. Yeah, because right I was you, gonna say he didn't come in until later on. Well, right? he, yeah, well, he was in the, like the first episode, but he's kind of like a, um, uh, he's in different scenes and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. he's still a dude that like he RZA, he, he rather he does some song. He's work coming to RZA with the music thing for a minute. Like, but they, right now they just call him. I think they call him um, Shotgun, is what his nickname is. Okay. Um, they just called um they just called uh, Ray, uh, uh Ghostface D or Dennis because that's his name. Mm-hmm. They call him D. Um. I can't remember what um what Raekwon's name is right now, but um yeah, it's just it's just it's, but it's cool just to see how they came together and how they like what their lives were before and how he was just trying to get them to come together and shit like that and what they had to do and all kinds of crazy stuff. But it's it's really a show. Um, it's really a show so far. Um, uh, it's really I'm, I'm really I'm really enjoying it so far. But it's a really good show. If you haven't checked it out, definitely I think you should. Um, so the last thing. This nigga Antonio Brown. Oh. All right. So Antonio fucking Brown. Now wait, this is a guy who allegedly he he was told to call his coach a cracker so that he can leave and get signed. We'll get there. Okay. I just take a sip of water. Pepsi, by the way. <laughs> yes, it's not nice soda. So you want to? Oh. Brass. <laughs> so look, um, oh. so Antonio Brown, and this has been an ongoing story for like the last two and a half, three weeks now. So Antonio Brown acted up last season. When, like he's been acting up for a while, but 
he started acting up last year when he was in the Steelers. He missed practice on a playoff game or some shit. Um, and eventually got to the point where he just didn't want he he clearly made it clear he didn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. So finally in the offseason the Steelers trade him. They apparently they didn't want to trade the Patriots tried to get him back then, but he they they didn't want to get, put, trade anybody in their division. Mm-hmm. So they traded him away to the Raiders, a char a sorry ass team. So he gets traded to the Raiders. Whatever he seems happy to be there, blah 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 blah. We go through the offseason, no, no real issues. We get to training camp, and he comes in. And he complains because so the NFL a few years ago, like two years ago, changed the um, changed the helmet rules, the equipment rules, and so everybody had to wear new helmets. Now, right, because of the whole concussion. Yeah, so they had everybody okay. had to get new approved helmets. The problem is the helmet. Is, so and the problem with this is a lot of guys have been wearing the same helmets since they were like in the league maybe since college, high school. Mm-hmm. Well, with the new rules, the NFL also enacted a kind of grandfather. Everybody had a grandfather in for one year. So you can wear your old helmet for one year, and after that year, you need to switch to a new helmet. So last year was that one year. Mm-hmm. So he comes into camp, and they're like, no, your helmet is gone. You can't you can't wear the helmet anymore. He's like, I'm not. No, I want on my helmet. They keep telling him you can't wear it. He, he's saying, I want to wear it. They say, no, you can't fucking wear it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he comes... So he don't like the new helmet. And then so I guess a couple days later, he tries to paint his old helmet the same color as the new helmet. Um, (laughs) And they noticed it. And then he, they don't know, nigga, you can't wear that helmet. He argues and argues and argues. So whatever the case. So he files a grievance against the league. He loses it three times. Um, In the process, he finally finds a helmet that he likes and gets an endorsement deal with the company that makes that new helmet or whatever the case may be after he loses the thing. So he's out of training. Also, before that, he went overseas and got this this cryogenic thing, um, but he didn't wear shoes in it. He he went in it with no feet or no shoes, so then his feet got fucked up where his skin was like frozen on the bottom. So his skin was all ripped up on the bottom because of it because he didn't wear shoes in this cryogenic thing. Like a dumbass. So clearly. So all of these things are happening. Um, he finally says, I want to be in camp. He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. The, the thing, helmet thing. So they have fined him a little bit over why he was out over the helmet thing. So then what happens is that he gets into a fight or argument with the GM at training camp. Mm-hmm. And, and during this fight, he um, he tells him, I will punch you in the fucking face or something to that effect. <laughs> and then he kicks, he, he punts a football and he says, now find me for that. And walks. <laughs> Soft. Ah. So let that leads to them finding him again. <laughs> this time they find him like 250 grand or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. And they also said, and they find him for contra- to con- um, conduct detrimental to the team. Mm-hmm. The problem with him them doing that is now that fine triggers his guaranteed money to be not guaranteed anymore. Mm-hmm. So he had $25 million that was guaranteed in his contract. Since they fined him and they um, listed it as conduct detrimental, that automatically tr- uh, triggers his guarantee to go away. Mm-hmm. So now he's basically playing on a per week basis because he has no more guaranteed money in his contract. Mm. Um, That's a shame. Right. So at that point, he's like, well, fuck it. I'm not playing here if y'all only playing per week. Fuck that. So at that point, he starts politicking. He want to go. He want to go. He want to go. Please release me. So he, so, he, so he did. They released him. 
Patriots pick him up. Everybody was joking like, oh shit, the Patriots are gonna pick him up. Patriots are gonna pick him up, and of course the Patriots pick him up. Mm-hmm. Patriots pick him up, and uh, everybody, oh shit, the evil empire strikes again. Blah 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 blah. And so we fast forward a week into training camp. Or a week into his, he didn't play the first game with the Patriots because, of course, he just got traded that weekend. So he mm-hmm. couldn't he couldn't play the first game. And so we come to um, his, uh, yeah. First allegation comes out. Former personal trainer accuses him of sexual assault. Ooh. But it's not a criminal case. It is a civil suit. Okay. Which means there's no, she want money. Because if you're, if it's, if it's, if he actually, like, and that was the first question people had because she's only following a civil suit and anybody can stop following a civil suit. Right. You don't have to have any real evidence for a civil suit, really. And you can, you're not following charges against him. So that was the first question. Uh-huh. Like, wait a minute, that don't make sense. Right. And apparently she had already agreed. She had totally, she was going to agree to talk to them. But after she was getting married, so it was about to be next week. So, so she basically wanted a cash deposit on her wedding, or what, what was this? So that's, that's we'll get to that. So, um, so in the midst of all that, people were like, "Well, the league should probably suspend him, put him on their exempt list. The Patriots shouldn't play him." And the league said, "We don't have any reason to suspend him based on this because it's a civil suit. And if they open that Pandora's box of just suspending somebody because..." Um, somebody fought a civil suit, that's just going to open the floodgates people to do this anytime they want to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in the meantime, the Patriots decided to play him. So, they played in the first week and then after that, more allegations come out. Um, allegations came out of some artist that he had hired to paint a picture of him of some kind mm-hmm. and her says she, he, he um, did some sexual, like, I guess something to the effect of he came um, he came out naked basically and stuff for a towel or some shit or it was, some, it was a bunch of other stuff and actually, let me, let me pull up this shit because I want to make I'm accurate. Um, okay. I'm very, I'm very big on the accuracy thing. Right. Oh Lord. What is? Uh, <sighs> this is why people need to learn how to consent and just be careful. Period. Well, I have some. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. But even then, it just it seems like why are they waiting until now to? None of this makes sense. It really doesn't. But and you said it's more besides this one. Yeah. Okay. Wow. <clears throat> so yeah, because she just followed calling us to the lesbian. So it was June. So the puzzle happened in June 27, 2017, supposedly. Mm-hmm. They both went to Central Michigan together. I want to point that out. Oh, oh, so he is he from here? I don't remember, but I know he went to Central Michigan. I can't remember if he's from here or not. Okay. Well, that's wait. So how old is he? Is he? Mm, he's been in the league for ten years, so he probably around thirty-two. But this incident, you said it happened twenty seventeen, so two years, two years ago. Okay. So yeah, it was two years ago. So. Apparently, news comes out, and what I've heard from other people um, is the the speculation of what I've heard from other people is essentially they were having a consensual sexual relationship, mm-hmm. and basically her fiance fell, and so now 
she's trying to save face, which is why the lawsuit happens. Is what people is what people are speculating really happened. Um, and um, and then it was also something about her account being like her account was all fucked up. Yeah, so, so again, she was like she oh, she need she need money, right? That's what people are. That's what some people are saying. Whether that's true or not, I have no idea. I'm not gonna. I don't know. I'm just yeah. We'll, what we'll I, find out later on eventually. But again, but there were other there were other accusations. Um, let's see. Yeah, what we got now. It's just, it's ridiculous that it, it's all. So yeah, so uh, Browns, he faced accusations from a second woman, this time an artist he had hired back in 2017 to paint murals in his Pennsylvania home. She said that he had made unwanted sexual advances toward her while he was, um, while she was working for him and then fired her after she rebuffed him. And then two days after Sports Illustrated um, broke her story, the artist who's requested an anonymity accused Brom anew, saying that on Wednesday night, she received... So this is after she the allegation came out. Because mm-hmm. um, Sports Illustrated did the article on her. So after that, so two days after it, she the artist who's requested anonymity accused Brom anew, saying that on Wednesday night, after um, she received what considered to be threatening text messages from him, Messages that she referenced that referenced both herself and her children. Um, oh. She said women previously sold SI that Brown hired her two years ago to uh, paint um, mirror of him in the home, but ghosted her after she ignored his advance on Wednesday night. The woman says she received a group text message that appeared to come from the same phone number Brown provided her in 2017. The text chain with four other phone numbers on it include photos of her and her children with the person she believes um, is Brown encouraging others in the group to investigate the woman. The texter accused the artist of fabricating her account of the 2017 incident for Cass. Um, in her letter to the league, the woman's attorney said repeated the uh, artist is not seeking remuner- remuner- remuneration. Wow. You're really I- fucking up big words today, sir. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> In connection with the alleged event, from the point, from that point, things move swiftly. Blah blah blah. blah. So basically, this is all. But I honestly tuned out after the, like the part of the children and stuff like that. So is this more of her? I'm broke. I need. Well, no, this is a different money. person, and this yeah. person says she's not looking for money. Yeah. Oh, well, she so says she's not looking for money. Legit. So that she says she's not looking for money, but then no, the issue is the text messages. So after the article came out, he is she receives the text message, a group text. From a number she thinks it looks like the one he gave her mm-hmm. years ago. Right. And they got pictures of her daughter, her and her kids, and saying that they, they need to investigate her because they think she's lying. Right. So now she's frightened. And I can if that really happened, yeah. that's, that's fucking, yeah, that's fucking crazy. fucked up. So, and my brothers and me have talked about this. My brother. And he mentioned this even before when he started acting erratic. Tony, uh, honestly, if you look back at Antonio Brown's career, mm-hmm. up until maybe last year, he never, never acted out like this. Right. He's been the best receiver in the league probably for the last eight or nine years, but he's never acted out like this. Never, you've never seen it. You never heard of any issues. Never heard of anybody saying he was like sporadic or acting crazy. And then he got a, I guess he got a really bad concussion, got a really bad hit a few years, a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And my brother's like, that is the one he thinks he turned. Right. I, and my brother thinks he probably has CTE. 
or he has something wrong in his head, and I don't think anybody's even bothered to even ask him to get it checked out or even thought about it. Right. But my and honestly, if he if I if I'm I'm thinking about it, honestly, he's right. I've never heard any issues with Tony Brown before last year. Before Before last year, I've never heard anybody say he's been acting wrong or acting sporadic Mm -hmm. or just doing the crazy. The crazy shit he's doing now is to an extreme. It's to a fucking extreme. So I don't, I've, it's crazy to think of, but I mean, it's not really off given he plays in the NFL. Right. And they and, had so many and, issues. And with so his, for his, before. for his attitude and his personality to change so much, because he's had money for years. Right. So money isn't, ain't the change. He's been in the league for fucking um, nine years now. Mm-hmm. So that wouldn't be the thing that changed him. It had to be something else. Yeah. So if I'm, if I'm, if I'm going with that and if I believe that, which I do. Yeah. It's probably because there's something off in his head mm-hmm. and he needs help. It, yeah. Um, hopefully, because the reality is that the Patriots just cut him. His career is done. He's not going to get signed in the NFL again. Yeah. As great as he is, he's done. Um, because even if the first allegation was false, mm-hmm. that second one, if you threatening somebody, that that shit, no. Nah. There ain't nothing but Jolly Ranchers in of Canada. Of course, I, I see. Um, but if he's threatening people, that's yeah. a little, that's a tree. That, yeah. And they, they need to actually, like, get into rectifying that situation before it can turn any worse into, like, a, let's say, Crispin Y, you know, the name we're not supposed to say. I'm just talking about. Yeah. But no, it's exactly just, it's that. a crazy situation. Um, like, again, I, I, to some extent, I can, I believe that first woman is probably looking for money. And that's, and that's not the well, victim. Well, the first I'm, I'm two, not, you said. The, it's only, you know, the first, is it's two women. The yeah. first one, is not the second one's not good for money. She don't want the money. She didn't even tell the leash she's not good for money. That's the one they did the interview with. That's the one that got the threatening text message. Right, no, but I thought it was two one. It was two one that was the the uh, the, the personal, personal trainer. trainer, yeah. She's looking for money because she is a wedding, but it it was another the girl that you were talking about who had the affair with him while she was engaged. That's the personal trainer. Oh, okay. That's what people were speculating is that okay. they actually had a consensual relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then once her husband found her fiance found out, okay. that's when she started accusing uh, or saying crying it was, wolf, it was, wolf, yeah. wolf. That's what people were speculating. Again, I don't know, but it does speak to the fact that she's not suing him. She's not actually charging him with anything mm-hmm. because you actually have to prove that. Right. In it's a civil suit, suit, you don't necessarily have to prove that. Exactly. So that's where people are like, why would you have a civil suit but not, there's no criminal charges. You're just suing him for money. That's a little different because if you just wanted him, like that's where people's like, mm, know about that. All right. So again, the first one, there's some iffiness about that. The second one with the the yeah. the, the text messages the stuff. Children, I was like, mm. yeah, that's a little extreme. So I don't know, but you know, more power to you know, praise to everybody involved. I don't know what's gonna happen with that, but I think the biggest thing is that Antonio needs to get help. Yep. Um, and it's crazy because if you think about it, at the beginning of the year. He had a contract where he has guaranteed $29 million. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has $60 million over the next three years. And now he's made $900,000, and that's all he's going to make this year. You went from that to nothing, basically. So his contract, but it was guaranteed. He's guaranteed. That he was guaranteed 29 Oh, but, but he had to play. That No, the 29 got voided when he got the, the fine from the original team. 
Oh. The, the contract dictates if you get fined and it's content conduct detrimental, that can void your guaranteed money. Oh, okay. So, and remember, the NFL Damn. does a guaranteed contract. They only guarantee, only guarantee a portion of it sometimes. And the guarantee part was killed, which is why he wanted out of there at that point, because at the point he was just paying for, he was just playing, he was just playing paycheck to paycheck, basically, at that point. Right. So, once they, they took away his guarantees, he's like, fuck that. So, yeah. And he was he got some guaranteed money from the Patriots, but they can take that shit away from him, too. Mm-hmm. So he might not get that either. So it's just fucking crazy um, that all this shit happened and now he's not making no money. I mean, he's he's made money, but it's just like, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I, like I said, I think his career is over at this point. I don't think any team is going to sign him, um, especially with all this shit. Now, if it comes out that all this shit was false... And he comes out of. Oh, fr- he's gonna probably sue the fuck out of NFL. Well, he's gonna sue a bunch of people. But if yeah. he if it comes out and he he comes out um, completely exonerated, then he has a chance to come back. Mm-hmm. But he's gonna have to change his attitude because he needs to get his shit together. They're definitely they should definitely. He have needs him, to get he needs like, to get some help. Yes. Because I think he means he needs some he needs some the therapist. To talk to. Uh, yeah, he needs to talk to somebody because I think it's something really wrong. And unfortunately for CTE, they can't test that until you're dead. Really? Yeah, CTE they can't they can't diagnose with it into your English you're dead so why is that I don't know I have no idea I honestly don't know um, I said something but it doesn't reflect if there are any like if your neurons are still firing or something I don't, I don't know I'm not a fucking neurosurgeon <laughs> I mean, but you from know what I've heard <laughs> from all the articles and people I was they, it, they say you can't that can't be diagnosed until after you're dead okay well. um, which is why you've heard you've had so many NFL players kill themselves but not take their brain out because they want to be examined after the fact that's what happened with Junior Seau a few years ago he shot himself with a shotgun but he made sure he didn't shoot himself in the head shot himself in the chest so his brain could be examined after the fact to see if it was CTE mm. interesting right so with that being said I don't really have shit else to talk about so almost um, we've, we talked about a lot I'll a lot um, I don't even like you this much um, I tolerate your punk ass oh whatever <laughs> um, but it's good to have you back on the podcast even if you drive me crazy yeah yeah um, it's my we're job still, we're still family I still can't stand your light skin so yeah job fucking light skins oh shout out to Chris Wade miss you bro bro shout out dreads we'll talk moppy head um with that being said uh, this is I don't even think I did the intro at the beginning of this shit damn you did the, it was Meek Mill song no like the actual podcast oh the, the down the king yeah we, cause we got into we, that we whole started talking monologue about Uno yeah that's your fault it's your fucking fault I, I, no don't blame but me it's fuck you it's all your fault it was, no 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 because now the next time we have a game night or whatever we have to play this game Uno flip because I'm curious because it's saying play a flip card and all cards change from the light side to the dark side or vice versa so yeah I'm curious as to how that works this is your fault Mm-mm. I fucking blame you yeah and then oh of course the legendary cards against humanity what episode was this <laughs> nigga no 30 something nigga that don't help me <laughs> You're so fucking useless. Oh, my goodness. Wow, you called me useless? I no. sure did. Oh, that, you that's just rude and disrespectful. You know, I was... You know actually, who I am. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the satanic king of disrespect. I'm not Satan. My brother is Satan. That's the difference. Oh, yeah, C. Jones. But well, he's a lot nicer. Shit. In my I don't know that nigga. <laughs> and he cooks, very, he cooks the best macaroni and cheese I've ever had in my you life. Know, I and I barely before. eat macaroni you anymore. You haven't had my sister's then. 
Uh, which one? My little sister. Okay. Well, I thought you had two. I have Outside one actual little sister. Oh, okay. All the other sisters are all niggas. They're just my sisters. Mm-hmm. I actually have one sister by blood. I have a stepsister, so I have to count her. Oh, okay. I don't really call her sisters, but yeah, technically by blood, I have one sister. Mm-hmm. Whatever the case may be. Um... This is Down with the King podcast. This is episode 30 fucking three. Oh, tree, tree. 33. Tree, tree. I am Will K. the King. I did this shit at the end because this nigga fucked my podcast. Up Don't with this say nigga. Con- uh, Wait, I thought I was only half a nigga. Now okay, I'm nig. A nig. Okay, thank nig. you. Thank you. Nig. All right. Nig. 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 Wow. You, um, then you took away the... the bish- so, so rude. You bish, you bish, you bish. All right. That being said, we're going to sign off. This has been a long enough podcast. I'm tired of Ashley. I'm um, pretty sure I'm tired of Check your the ass. podcast out, Down with the King Podcast on Facebook, Down with the King Podcast on uh, Twitter. I'm sorry, Instagram, DWTK Pod on Twitter. Mm-hmm. If you want to, um, if you have any questions, you want to suggest topics, Down with the King Podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Follow me on the uh, the Real uh, Real Will K, T H A, Real Will K on Twitter. Um, and also on uh, Instagram. Um, Ashley is Ashley Ashley K A Y. No, get a receipt. No, Ashley. follow me on Instagram at that's Ashley K A Y. Nigga, I don't know this your is fucking why niggas, IG. You can't, niggas can't ever represent you right. Because I don't, mm. nigga. I know you, nigga. Mm-hmm. I don't ever right. look at your name and like, mm-hmm. who is that? Is that Ashley K A Y? Yeah, you want to no. talk about me, but you can't even you can't even do nigga, me. Nigga, right. I know you. Okay. I don't need to talk. Whatever. Anyways, and then also, if you, I, I don't do Twitter, but you can find me on Facebook at Ashley K A Y Evans. Which is more simple. Why are you giving your niggas their last name? You giving your niggas a whole government and shit. You That's should... not my whole government. They actually don't know that I have two other names that they wouldn't have. That's know. how I know you ratchet. No, she it's got not two ratchet. other names. First off, uh how you got five names, nigga? How's it what's ratchet about that? How you got five names, nigga? I'm gonna ask my mom and my grandmother. Well, my grandmother's well, mom but... so, Yeah, why why do you do that no, shit? No, that was actually my grandmother's idea. Like my Amy... black grandmother. Uh, well, okay, that, well, that, that makes sense then. That makes sense too. That makes sense too. Because if it was on the white side, be, on the white side, it'd be like Amy Jo, Lindsay, no, Lindsay, no. Uh, Lindsay Star. I have my K is actually my mother's middle name, and then the other two names come from my grandmother and my great grandmother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. So blah. She got too many fucking names. I ain't got time for her. It's probably why she got fucking personalities too. <laughs> um, maybe, maybe. Whatever the case may be. Um, we're gonna sign off finally. She's getting my fucking nerves. Yeah. That being said, you niggas have a good night. But I brought peace. Sign out, bitches. Mm-hmm.